better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. Have you ever faced a situation in your life where it seemed that the outcome that you desired was impossible or the mountain in front of you was too high to climb? It was just, it was an impossible task. The story that mom wants to tell you today is about a woman in the Bible who had an impossible mountain in front of her that she physically could not climb. But with God's power, you can do the impossible. It's interesting, Jordan, because when you think of the impossible, it's so impossible. We don't want to talk about the impossible. Why? Because it's impossible. <laughs> so we want someone to say, oh, how glorious. And I like that. But the truth of the matter is in the everydayness, in the nitty gritty, in the reality of life, there is a lot of impossible situations, sure. not just staring us in the face, but almost like slamming us in the face. In the Bible, there was a woman with an issue of blood for many, many years. And the Bible says she spent all of her living and grew no better, but only grew worse. So now she's still sick, she's broke, and she's getting sicker. And it seems impossible. So she hears that Jesus is coming by, and in her hearing that, she said, now here's a very important part. Instead of saying, I'm sick, I'm poor, I'll always be sick, I'll always be poor, I'll be poor some more. Or I don't believe in that healing gospel, or I don't believe in that prosperity gospel. Look, she's sick and she's poor. And she's not getting any better. But instead, she used her words to formulate the power of God and the wind of God in her mouth by saying, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. She spoke in faith, Jordan. Now look, many times, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this on myself. Many times I talk about the situation, but the Bible says talk to it. She did not talk about her situation. She spoke to it and she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Over 70 years ago, your grandfather formulated uh, uh, an article about touching the invisible. Now think about this, 70 years ago, Oral Roberts comes up with the idea to touch the invisible. Look, they had a lot of reason to always accuse him of being crazy, but this might have been the top of the charts right here. Oh, okay, let's touch the invisible. I mean, it sounds crazy. But what he was saying was that in the earth, Everything that we see in the visible, according to the Bible, was made by the invisible, by the power of God, by the spoken word of God, by the supernatural time and way of God. When that came out of God's mouth, it created what we see on earth. So if everything we have, our health, our physical bodies, everything we see on the earth was created by the invisible supernatural power of God, wouldn't you go to that to get it fixed? would make sense. I mean, talking about words, we talk about that all the time because yeah. it's something that, I mean, you use your words every day. It's part of your life. It can build you up. It can tear you down. It can build someone else up. It can tear them down. It can speak life. It can speak death. And, yeah. it, and it's all under your control. And speaking words of faith, and in her case, words of healing and words of life are what made the difference for her. Sick woman, been sick, spent all of her living, grew no better, only worse. The crowd, they said in this particular scenario, was thronging Jesus. No way to get to him. I mean, this is a woman that's been sick for many, many, many years. She's not just going to pop up and go say, hey, let's go run and catch him. It doesn't work that way. So here is a crowd. Here's a sick woman. Here is a poor woman because she spent all of her living, the Bible said. 
and she wants to get to what your grandfather called the supreme Jesus with the supreme mission and his supreme mission Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health. And then he said, Jesus came to this earth so that you would have life and have it more abundantly. Now she could have said, hey, why haven't you done something before? Or, you know, Jesus, when are you going to do something? All of those words may be words, but they're not words of faith. And I happen to believe that her words of faith parted the Red Sea, so to speak, parted the waters, parted the ways. Because here we're talking about when, when Moses parted the Red Sea, when that happened, he picked up what was in his hand. It was a stick. Oh, for heaven's sake, come on. But when God anointed that stick, the Red Sea parted. When God anointed her words and she began to speak and the power and presence of God came out of her faith, the crowd parted. And before you know it, she's right there talking to Jesus. How did that happen? I think her words attached with her faith opened a clear pathway to Jesus. And I think that's the case for probably a lot of people in the Bible who maybe didn't take that route. There are people who had similar situations, maybe not exactly to her, but who, who could have had that in their life, but they didn't speak those words of yes. life. They didn't speak those words of faith. They didn't come to Jesus and say, I have faith, I, I, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to push through a crowd of thousands if I have to, to get the miracle that I know you can provide. And he is the one who makes the impossible possible. But it is our job to believe for those things to happen. Believe that the mountain in front of you can be moved aside, no matter what it is. I've faced plenty of mountains in my life. Some of them totally ridiculous things. Some of them obvious physical things that you just have to find a way to believe that God will move them out of the way for you. When you look at the woman with the issue of blood, she made the impossible possible by her faith and attaching her words to that faith. What about Jesus when he walked in and said, oh, Jerusalem, I would have gathered you just like little chicks, like a mother hen gathering her chicks, if you would only have believed in me and listened to him. Remember the scripture that says, Jesus could do no mighty miracles because of their unbelief. He's Jesus, he's the son of God. So the fact that he couldn't do them I mean, he's capable of doing them, obviously. But he was restricted. He's Jesus, but he couldn't do them because they were not participating. He was restricted. And you see, I do believe that we tie God's hands. And you, oh, how can you tie God's hands? Well, no, tie God's hands to us personally. God wants to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing where there's room enough to receive it and rebuke the devourer for your sake. But if Jesus could no, do no mighty miracles, it was interesting to me to find out why. Because of their unbelief. I look at it this way. God has given to every person the measure of faith, the belief system. Now, how you spend that measure of faith is up to you. You see, gold is gold. You got an ounce, you got a pound. It's still gold. It still is spendable commodity. Faith is spendable commodity. How do you spend it? In fear, in torment? Let's look at it like plugging in a wall socket. Do you plug it into the socket of fear and, and torment and worry and doubt and you get that energy attached to it? And then you get life and it illuminates more and more. Or do you plug that socket into something that is, that is healing and wholeness and belief? You know, when people say, God, when are you going to do something? Seriously? He sent Jesus. Jesus, when are you going to act? Seriously? He went to the cross. He did. He said, it's only up to us to believe and release our faith. How do you release your faith? It comes by hearing the word of God and then by speaking the word of God. What did she say? 
I'm so sick. Somebody carry me. No, she did not. She said, if I can only get to his garment, that power of God's going to make me whole. She spoke her healing. She spoke her faith. And what did Jesus say? Who touched me? Everybody looked at him like, what are you, nuts? Because everyone was touching right. him. And he said, no, no, no. I perceive virtue. The healing power and presence, the glory of God came out of me. Somebody magnetized that healing power of God and pulled it out of me. Who did it? She said, me. Daughter, your faith has made me whole. He didn't say my healing power. He said, your faith has made you whole. If there's something going on in your life where there's a mountain in front of you and you just can't figure out what to do, faith to move the mountain. And mom's saying, faith comes by hearing. If that's something you say, I, I, I have it, but I don't really know how to use it, or I just, I'm having a hard time believing it, look up, find the concordance of your Bible. Just look up faith, it's everywhere. Find it, find the, the piece that speaks to you and read it over and over, read it aloud, say it aloud. My favorite professor in college, he used to say, fake it till you make it. And it was something that I used to laugh at, but I see what he meant. If, if that's something it. that I can't say and quite mean, well, I'm gonna say it in faith. I'm gonna say it and say it over and over and over again until I believe what it is I'm saying. Mountain, be cast into the sea, move, move out of my way for the impossible can be done when you believe that God can do the impossible in your life. And I believe that as you believe, those mountains are gonna move. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this has been a blessing to you. Remember the power of your words, speak life or speak death. Speak life to yourself, speak life to your family, to your loved ones, speak life to those around you. And fake it till you make it. If you have to just write it on a card and read it aloud until it really gets down in you and you get it, that's okay too. We'll see you next time. The Place for Miracles podcast is supported by the donations of the friends and partners of Oral Roberts Ministries. If you would like to support this or other outreaches of this ministry, please go to oralroberts.com. We believe when you spread the good news of Jesus Christ, your giving will be abundantly multiplied back to you according to God's word in Luke 6, 38. We believe you are on your road to a better life in 2019.